What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 203 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Erno Pearson, alongside the man who eats, Garrick Bartholomew Eton. What's happening, baby? What's up? Uh, you know, just chilling. I, I've been thinking a lot about the movie we're going to be reviewing today. Uh, me too. Like, I, Actually, I, I've had this movie on my mind <laughs> since last night, man. Like, it's yeah, really- it's fucking. I was like, damn, dude, this fucking. It felt, it felt like if a movie from another time in like all the right kind of ways. <laughs> right, didn't it? Yeah, man. So, so I've been daydreaming. Then playing Elden Ring. You know, Ooh, just things. let's go, let's go. Did you beat another boss yet? Uh, yeah. So yesterday, I I beat, uh, the the uh the what's it called the Starfall Beast or. Falling Star Beast, uh, the Falling Star Beast, Falling Star Beast, and yeah. then uh, I also beat just a couple other minor bosses, and I got to Volcano Manor yesterday. Ooh, very nice. That's that's a hell yeah. Yep, yep. Place. I'm I'm a little surprised we haven't set up because you're are you you're playing on console, right? Mm, totally. I'm so su- I'm surprised we haven't set up uh, doing more multiplayer content with with a I know I know that's hard that's really hard when we have like Sony's playing on console and others that play on PC. Um, I'm surprised we haven't tried to like find a way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some kind of way. Uh, dude, I just we should totally try to do some content with like the seamless multiplayer mod. Like, I, all it needs because I know yeah. DJ plays on PC, right? DJ yes. played on PC. And I know Devin's talked about doing that for like a hot minute now. So like, I think maybe maybe DJ and Devin need to do like a multiplayer uh, Elden I Ring. Think so get Coop in here too. You know what I'm saying? That'd be yeah. Fun. That'd be fun. That'd be a good. Although time. you gotta let you gotta let Devin die to all the bosses for the first time because the reason he wants to do the multiplayer is because it's hard. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, we we need him to die as many times as possible. He's got uh, like, he's got to earn his keep. Yes, 100%. I mean, like, D- DJ, I think, technically is the least experienced in Souls games, right? Coming into he's Elden Ring. He's been Elden Ring four times, though, man. He's a he's, No, no, I mean, I mean coming, coming, coming into now. Elden Ring. Coming into Elden Ring. I mean, into you know Elden I mean? Ring. Yes. No experience. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, like, I beat Dark Souls 3, but that was just with friends, like, summoning in. Oh, then maybe not. Lost. Maybe is maybe Devin is the least experienced, then. Because I, I don't think Devin's yeah, played a I don't Souls think game prior Elden Ring. I think he maybe I want to say he maybe played the first Dark Souls, but I don't know. I don't know if he beat it. Yeah. Or not. I, I played it. I beat Dark Souls three and like the extra bosses. And I played a little bit of Sekiro, but I never beat Sekiro. Hmm. Oh, dude, it's... Sekiro is so good. I loved a lot. Yeah, no, I'm, I need to uh, download it and play. I it have actually. the only one I haven't beat actually so far is I haven't actually beat Dark Souls three. Mm-hmm. Like I even play, I even play like like just other random souls likes, like any souls like I can get my hands on. I'll try. Here we, here we go. Hold on, hold on. Uh, hi, uh, Devin. De- De- Devin, are you there? You just cut out. Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Hey, uh, you, hi. You're on the Good Kraken podcast. How are you? <laughs> Oh, doing great, doing great. It's great to be on my own show. <laughs> uh, so we we had a question for you, Devin. Prior to Elden Ring, have you ever played another Souls game? Sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You just cut out. What was your question? Okay, that that's fine. Prior to Elden Ring, have you ever played a Souls game? Uh, yeah. Um, I own Dark Souls Three. It was so. It was the third. It was the third uh, one. Garrick was the third one. Yeah, he, Garrick was plus. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's all we need to know. Uh, get good, nerd. 
I think he played he one other one. <laughs> Okay, so we have a, we have a great we have a great lineup. Then we have DJ, who's four times in the Elden Ring. We have Coop, who's probably like eight times in the Elden Ring, and then Devin, who's a fucking scrub. You know what I'm saying? Let's go! What a nerd get good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speaking of getting good, though, Devin got before he uh, before he gave it up. In, before in he dark, gave it up last dark, time. Yeah, I know, I know. In Elden Ring, it's gonna be it's gonna be. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out from. In the meantime, though, <laughs> speaking of getting good, we have the man, the myth. The legend, baby. We got him. We got Twitch.tv's DJ <laughs> DJ, how is oh, your DJ, day going I so far, you, sir? And I'm so glad you were just introduced. But <laughs> you tell me to get good, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devin, hi, baby. What's up? <laughs> Bro, any multiplayer game, I will wipe the fucking floor with you. <laughs> See it me in Street Fighter, bro, bitch. It's coming out soon. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I will mop the fucking floor with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great so far. I love it. Oh, man. Devin, all right. We love you. You be good. <laughs> Dude, I actually, like, straight up, I, I challenge you to Soul Calibur. Fine, Ooh. fine. Fuck you. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna beat your ass. I'll, I'll do, I'll do it at Soul Calibur. I'll do it at Mortal Kombat. I'll do it at Street Fighter. I'll okay, do it at Call of Duty. Okay, all right. This one, this one will be gone. live here on this, stream. And yeah, good well, show. when that, when yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking go, Devin. I'll see you, dog. Three I'll see rounds, you on the other side. Three rounds. Every single one. It's happening now. All right. All right. We got splash day with 20 content. Bucks. 20 bucks. <laughs> Devin, go pack. We love you, dog. Be good. <laughs> love you. <laughs> DJ, you how is your day going, my guy? Dude, it's been going good. Uh, woke up. Slept well, um, just just chilling, just having a good time. Did you? Uh, uh, I got later today. I got a um, I got to head to a sh- uh, a shoot for my one of my uh, my student film that I'm working on, and so I hope everything goes well. Um, on that end, so yeah, hell yeah, dude. Did did you did you get? A, I don't. Nobody is gonna understand what this means. But did you get a chance to uh, have that conversation? No, yesterday? I haven't. I'm, I'm thinking about. Just talking to you like uh, in person when I okay, see Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. I like it. I like it. Respect those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put some respect on it. You know what I mean? In the meantime, uh, with respect here, we have a movie that all of us have seen last night and maybe the night before. Uh, <laughs> but this, this is, this is going to be a good time to talk about this and i'm excited to fucking do that with you boys because this is the good kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear you. live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m fucking Devin, listen i had to defend my honor <laughs> his honor he says yeah his honor his honor. You mean pride? I think you're mixing those words up, Devin. <laughs> if you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics of the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital. See?
<laughs> but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest on entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash good cracking show, show, show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. DJ, tell them. Prime Gaming. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can all support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Best podcast in Africa. The number one <laughs> podcast in Kazakhstan. <laughs> Garrick! What? What do you we, want? We have a couple captains. What do you want? My friend. Do we? Garrick's so over this episode already. <laughs> we had an entire like, 20 minute conversation about something that has nothing to do with this movie. Uh, guys, please check out our newest episode of The Shipwreck Show that is live right now on your podcast service of choice. Uh, we build a date. For someone's second year anniversary with their partner. And it's uh, a good time. I had a really good time making the thumbnail for that one. I don't know if you guys saw the thumbnail <laughs> for it. but <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I know. Garrick did. He, he likes going back and looking at my thumbnails. Dude, I always look at the fucking thumbnails. They crack me the fuck up, dude. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> DJ's gonna go look. Man. Jesus Christ, he's gonna go look right now. Yeah, well, look. It's bad, man. I put, I put that baby together. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's You're it. Like, that's yeah, one. it's coming all together. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend was like, this, "Is that what you looked like on our first date?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "That's how I felt." You're like, "This that is, that doesn't matter. That's how it was. That's exactly. how I felt inside." <laughs> I see it. There you <laughs> go. That's it. That's the one, baby. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, guys. I love it. it. You the guys, energy of the matter. You guys can love it too over on your podcast service of choices. Look up Good Kraken and we'll be right there for you. Uh, in the meantime, guys, so we had originally talked about this in prior episodes for our captain's orders, but because things are crazy and wild, and mostly because the Super Mario Brothers movie is coming out on a fucking Wednesday instead of a Friday, we had oh, to Wednesday, move. Uh, we had to move our schedule around for next week in a real weird way. Uh, so please bear in mind, our original plans to do the MCU phase one ranking was to do it on April 8th or Saturday, next Saturday. Uh, but we now need to move that over to the following Tuesday. So on Tuesday, April 11th, it is official. Please join us as we rank phase one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, okay? Mm -hmm. That gives you guys Heck time, yeah. just about a week, to go through, watch the, the MCU Phase 1 movies so you guys can be a part of our MCU rankings as we do these quarterly. We're going to be doing another phase as we come in, watch all those movies, rank those along with the first phases movies, so on and so forth, uh, until we have all of the MCU ranked together it's gonna be a very very fun time uh tuesday april 11th 7 p.m pacific time please join us for that it's gonna be so much fun dj my boy tell the people at home what we got going on next we got or you better protect your fucking neck because we got the fucking gallows baby fucking go Protect your neck. <laughs> I like love that catchphrase so much, so much, and like <laughs> DJ and Devin make it so hype every time. <laughs> your neck, man. Protect your neck. <laughs> so stupid, guys. For the gallows today, we have 
Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves review. Oh boy, what a movie. <laughs> We're going to get into this. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves released March 31st, 2023, directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. So, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, there we go. Uh, these two directors are known for a good number of things that are actually not really a lot of directing. Uh, so John Francis Daly has done stuff like Freaks and Geeks, Bones, Waiting, was a writer on Waiting a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, Jonathan Goldstein uh, was also mostly known for writing on things like Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, he's done... Uh, vacation. He's done horrible bosses. Like a lot of comedy uh, work has been done by the by these gentlemen, and it shines. It shines real well in this movie. You can you can tell. Mm -hmm. uh, but we also have a budget of one hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh, I have not checked the box office yet. Actually, uh, I have a little. That was one thing I forgot to put on here. God damn it. Um, box office numbers. Da, 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 da. Dungeons and Dragons currently at 15.3 million uh, for the first week. Um, that is domestically. So worldwide it has done more because it's being out less than 24 hours. Yes, in less than 24 hours. That's actually surprisingly well. Uh, just for, you know retention for for you know whomever uh john john wick chapter four this week only made seven million but most people have already seen that so that's that's you know let people know that but mm -hmm. um yes 150 million they've already made their 15 that's a pretty damn good start uh just domestically so uh runtime of two hours and 14 minutes uh some good old fun facts for you guys uh, as we move into the good old uh review here uh john francis daly this movie's co-writer and co-director starred on the tv series freaks and geeks where his character, Sam Ware, is shown to be a big fan of D&D &D and is seen playing the game with his friends in the show's final episode, Discos and Dragons. Hell yeah. The, the, callback. the more people that are involved in things that, like, they obviously love, the better that shit turns out. I'm, like, so happy for that. Uh, Jack, Freaks and Geeks was so good. I never got a chance to watch it. Did you guys get a chance to see it at all? Yep, canceled early. I have not. Too soon. I have not. Too soon? Ah, damn. What a bummer, man. That's, ah, damn it, those fuckers. Uh, next up, the movie was filmed from uh, April 12th, 2021 to August 19th, 2021. Uh, the release date was moved to November 2021 to accommodate Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, uh, which is coming out in 2023, and later to May 2022 and March 2023 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So this movie's actually been done. This movie was made two long years time. ago. Yeah, it's, it's been done for yeah. a minute, y'all. Like, and uh, it, it doesn't feel like it. It kind of just feels like a 2023 movie. I'm, I'm like... I know mm -hmm. most most movies are done like finished like the year prior, um, but two years is wild. Uh, and I know a yeah. lot of movies actually that we've seen recently were the same way. Like John Wick Four was filmed technically like three years ago, and so like just the mm. pandemic fucking ruined everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking ruined everything. Yeah. Uh, but we're eating good now, so I guess that's all that matters. Uh, while clearly there's no Britain in D and D, Justice Smith is the only actor not using his natural accent, and even sounds inspired by Tom Sturridge as the Sandman in 2022. Uh, apparently, his accent even fooled Hugh Grant. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's, That's super sick, though. It's, it's We're flipping the so narrative, cool. buddy. Okay? None of these British actors speaking American accents. It's about these American <laughs> actors doing British accents. God bless America, baby. That makes me feel patriotic. <laughs> for real, dude. Uh, even Jack, that's wild. It felt new. Yeah, for real. This felt like a brand new movie, man. That's wild, dude. Uh, and then lastly, Daly commented that the film's influences include The Princess Bride, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, The Lord of the Rings, yeah. and Indiana Jones. With the Indiana Jones structure evoking both a dungeon crawl, quote unquote, and the highest film genre that they wanted to draw on. And oh boy, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> we're about to get every single one of those influences that, in the film. That, yeah, every that, single one. Good God, that is spot on. They pulled it off, dude. Uh, with that said, I'm sure we're about to get into this. Let's talk top level thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons among honor among thieves. Excuse me. Uh, DJ, go ahead. Um, This was a really fun movie. Um, coming into it, I didn't really have any big expectations uh, besides the clips that I've seen floating around on TikTok. I think you guys uh, know that clip of the uh, them asking the dead uh, the five questions. Yes, uh, that's what initially drew me in. I'm like, okay, this is kind of this is kind of funny, okay? Uh, because I thought you know maybe it was just like a movie slapping the the Dungeons and Dragons like name on it, right? Right. Uh, I think like that's what one. most <laughs> yeah, like most people think. Like, that's what it's going to be. But honestly, uh, from the reception I, I saw before seeing the film, people were saying, like, oh, this is like, this is like a real, this is like a D&D campaign, like, is blown up for the big screen. And that's what it felt like watching it. Um, you know, it, there's a good enough amount of action. There's a good enough amount of uh, humor. Uh, the dialogue is really good. The chemistry between the characters. Um and it, it didn't feel long at all. For for it being a two hour movie, two hour and fourteen minutes, it didn't feel long. It didn't feel dragged on like like uh, you know there wasn't a point in the movie where I felt like uh, let's get to the point. I, I was like just invested, interested as soon as I started watching, um, which was it was just really cool. Um, yeah, like I, I the cinematography was really good. Um, yeah, CGI actually. was. <laughs> Yeah, the CGI was pretty good. Um, some things you, you look like, oh, it's kind of natural, but like, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of off just a tad bit. But like, it doesn't break your sense of immersion and it still suspends like a little bit of disbelief in some some cases. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I, uh, I genuinely felt like I had fun watching the movie. Um Nothing in like there was nothing in the movie that genuinely like blew me away, but sure, sure. I consider this a really good movie on its own, and and I I, I want to see more movies like this. You know, maybe like a different campaign. Maybe I mean maybe set in the same universe or maybe a different universe uh, that we can see. Um, yeah, that that that's my top level top like level it. thoughts. I like it, Garrick. <clears throat> Oh yeah, this this movie a hundred percent fun immediately is also the first one that comes to mind after like seeing it. Uh, I definitely left the theater with a smile on my face. Um, every character got like it's their own shining moment for better or worse, uh, and like they did it to like great effect, and I loved that. Uh, and this like 
this felt like a D&D campaign down to the way that like each character was written. Uh, like I, the whole time, the entire time I'm sitting there playing, uh, I'm playing. Yeah. So like that's like the, the, like the game set. That's, that was the mindset that I was in. It's like playing the game. Uh, while I was watching this movie, I was like, this DM is a fucking sadist, bro. Yeah. And Simon's <laughs> got God rolls on his side. Like, <laughs> for real that's dude. literally what it felt like it's like so like literally like you could literally boil it down to like i could see the player behind the characters that were written for the screen and i loved that like chris pine's character as a bard was like that's just your typical like that's your like your horny on main friend right yeah. who's just like the over charismatic being the bard like all the time simon is like your friend that you're trying so fucking hard to get into DD. this is only like his second time ever playing the game he's got zero confidence in any of his decision making skills but every once in a while he rolls that 20 and it fucking pays out for the party so hard yep and like yep. you felt like those <laughs> moments and those like those shining moments that like really powered through in a DD campaign um and interestingly enough like it's funny that D uh, the dj kind of uh mentioned that like the cgi was like a little funny in some places and uh i actually think i think i really do think that this time they did it on purpose um with yeah. the way that the set pieces were designed uh like some of the color palettes were like borderline cosplay in the way that they were presented. Uh, yeah. And like, and then there was some spots at the end. You were just like, that is a fucking cosplay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the maze. Like, You're just, talking about the maze, it right? Was <laughs> so yes. Yeah, dude. I, this movie loves D and D and makes fun of it at the same time, which if you, as a person who has played and grew up around D&D, that's how you play D&D. Like, if you can't take D&D too seriously. Otherwise, it's just not fun. And this yeah. captures that campaign aesthetic from start. Like, I love that, like, uh, they use the narration. You're just like, OK, like, this is the DM. Like, you've like you've rolled per per perception. You're inspecting an item. And now, like, the DM is setting the tone for you by telling you, like, a back story. <laughs> and then, like, they're just visually represent uh, representing that to, like, to the audience. But it all felt still felt like it had the D&D &D charm. And, like, it was like all the ridiculous moments were, like, the players are like learning the mechanics, like with the five questions, or like they completely fucking wasted the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I have never, it's been a really long time since I have seen a film use such low hanging jokes to such great effect. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it's like, dude, like, I uh, specifically like one one thing that comes to mind immediately was the introduction of one of the dragons um, and Chris Pine's yeah. character makes a comment about like his new living situation and I uh, did the whole theater laughed like yeah. everybody yeah. Dude, yeah. everybody laughed at that shit I would I was just like dude that was so, that was such a fucking low-hanging fucking joke like literally anybody <laughs> could have told it but it was delivered at such a high intensity moment that it just slayed the room 
and you're, like you're, they you're did that time and time again. The pudgy. You're, ta you're talking about the, the cavern. Pudgy. The, it's cavern, right? Like, oh, it, it yeah, moved. it must have moved. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, oh, like, it must have yeah. found a new. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, like that joke landed so perfectly, and like it just had like the, like that's where like I really felt like the the Princess Bride influence of the film. Like it was not afraid to make fun of itself to its own like benefit. Yeah, and yeah, I really yeah. loved the way this presented itself as a film. Um, like the plot was pretty much about what you were expecting. It's a D and D campaign. Like at the end of the, the day, like it is designed with the heroes to have success in mind, but it's designed to do it with fun and heart and mind. And that's where this film really like hit that nail on the head. Um, they set it up very graceful at the end to be a one-off, beautiful one-off adventure. Um, or it could also set itself up to be um, quite the fun and interesting franchise that we could see possibly two, three, maybe even four films um, on down the future, which I would uh, love to see, like if they were able yeah. to do it with the same, uh, without the charm waning uh, as we go on. Um but aside from that, I, I really did thoroughly <laughs> enjoy this film uh, from from front from front to back. Like as as a as a kid gr growing up with D and D in my life. Yeah, dude. Uh, I I have to say that I agree. Uh, it's this movie was way more fun than I had any expectations for it to be. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people could agree with me. Uh, Jag, who's in chat right now, he came out with us last night to go see it. And, uh, and I could I could feel, because Jag says, yo, imagining the role behind everything was what was what I was doing in my head. It was exactly... A potato? Dude, yeah. yeah <laughs> dude, that Jag, was a 20, bro. Jag and, Jag and I were eaten last night dude like we were having the time of our fucking lives with this movie it's the like as someone as like garrick who's played dungeons and dragons since i was a kid like i had such a very fun experience with this just simply because of like how it honors fan service and this this movie does such a good job of being clever and well put together enough to like make fan service its top priority in the way where like almost is meta it's like it, it's aware of the fact that like it knows dungeons and dragons fans are gonna go see this how much fun can we make fun of ourselves for like how like how how goofy can we allow ourselves to like feel for being dungeons and dragons players right because like we all know like it, it takes a very specific type of person to be in ttrpgs like, it takes a very specific type of person to enjoy doing tabletop games like that. And we all know that there's a level of, like, humor that can come with making fun of ourselves for being, like, that kind of person. The the kind of person that's okay with being goofy and, like, over the top with your friends, sitting at a table eating snacks and, like, pretending to, to you know, play along as, like, some character that doesn't exist, right? Like, it it's a very specific type of person that that takes, and we can make fun of ourselves all day long for doing that. Um, this movie is so much fucking fun. Like, the humor in the... Me and Jag were... I have not belly laughed this hard in a movie in a really long time. Like, me and Jag were cracking the fuck up for all two hours of this damn movie. And the first, like, 15 minutes of this movie are such a good setup for what the rest of the movie was going to be, like, leading up to the title screen and the entire prison scene. I was 
dying over all the Jonathan jokes and just like we broke your Like when when he's when he's like telling the story and he was like, uh, yeah, and Jonathan would have known that, but I guess you know. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I just, Enough with the Jonathan, like, yeah. <laughs> like is so so fucking funny. But I know like you guys remember me mentioning like this is my favorite version of Chris Pine. Like being our sort of like main character in this story, our, our like party leader of the story, Chris Pine, uh, not get like taking himself too seriously is the best version of mm. Chris Pine we can possibly get. He Love showed it. that to us in Star Trek. He showed that to us in this, and it continues to be so. Michelle Rodriguez playing this role was oh, yeah. so incredible. Oh my yeah, God. I loved her as the group's barbarian. Like that was such a good fucking call. Oh like my such God. a good casting call. So good, dude. And like, and the, and the use magic is over there. <laughs> and like making her kind of dumb too was just like one of the best choices ever. Like they, they like they did such a good job of like making these characters come to life in the way that they did. Where you're right, Garrick, you don't just see these characters as characters. You see the player that is like playing this character out and mm -hmm. it is so good because the the entire time we're watching i'm imagining like like basically watching critical role in, in the essence of this but the story is come is coming alive in front of you right and like they yeah. they Dude, and like DJ said, like it ebbs and flows so well in that way where because it feels like you're just watching a D&D &D, like campaign play out in front of you, it has moments where it doesn't take itself seriously at all, but it also has moments where we're able to be serious yeah, and feel that emotional. Exactly. Ah. And like and they and they have you have those in D D campaigns where like for the most part, like if you have a good DM, you have you have the that in, in a good campaign. Like it's as as a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, as someone who loves playing Dungeons and Dragons and hanging out with my friends and having a good time, this movie was perfect for that. Like I like if if I could give this movie a D and D rating, it would be a 10 out of 10. Period. Like th mm -hmm. like this is probably the most like like fun high fantasy experience i've like ever had watching something besides lord of the rings because this movie just kind of feels like a faster paced lord of the rings that makes fun of itself for being a faster paced lord of the rings movie and it, yeah. and it like it shines from beginning to fucking end dude i am so excited that we decided to I review this movie. movie i i had so much fun i cannot wait for this movie to come out on like dvd and shit i'm buying this movie day one because this movie i cannot wait to watch this movie again like <laughs> this is... i'm about to go see it again dude i'm gonna go to amc and get the fucking d20 popcorn fucking dude, I'm, dude, I'm the dice sick. buckets are crazy for I, this film our theater didn't have them dude i'm like so like so because <laughs> we because we went to a cinemark theater right and so like okay. i i want to i'm about to go to amc and get that thing too, dude. Yeah, I'm about to get the fucking bucket in the cups, dog. I oh, need those. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen the dice one and I've seen the dragon head one. They're both dope, dude. It's There's yeah, dragon this, head. This this movie is is fucking rad. I I could not say enough times. I just. I had so much fun, dude. Like this, this is one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Like, absolutely, it's one. It's one of my favorite high fantasy experiences in a movie to date. It this this movie is good. This is a good movie, man. And it, it just movie. like it, like it, it, and it does it in a way that it doesn't try to be more than that. 
Like it just, it just, they just said, we're going to make a good movie and we're going to make it fun. And that's all that matters. And they, they nailed that. They just made a good movie. It didn't need to be some huge epic. It didn't need to, didn't try to be another end game. It took the safe route and it, oh God, excuse me. It took the safe route <laughs> and just decided to nail being that movie. And, and time and time again, absolutely. I'm going to watch this movie a million times over, dude. I'm so excited for this. Um, it's so rewatchable. It's so rewatchable. So rewatchable, dude. And like, in, in like the best way possible too, because the humor is, is so just lame, but bombastic enough that like, you can come back to like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the runtime the runtime's not so freaking cutting i like i love a good long movie if it makes worth my while but like i feel like movies some there are some movies where i'm just like all right you could have cut 45 minutes off that hoe like damn yeah 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 and, and like and, and no you're right like this movie doesn't feel weighted uh, like the, it, its pace is really, really well done. They move from one thing to another in a way that says like, yep, you've had enough. We're, we're done here. We're good. We don't need to do this anymore. We can move on to the next scene. Uh, and they, and they even do that with characters too. Like when it went, like when you're, they, like, they do that play where they're like, yep, no, nope, that's you're enough. You're just like, oh, you're like, I thought this was another player. You're like, that motherfucker was an NPC for a no, side yeah, quest. Yeah. Are you shitting me? <laughs> it was so genius, man. In. For real, dude. Like they're like, no, we're not gonna have a god roller here. We're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> it was just. It's so like fascinatingly well written. This fucking movie, dude. Like from every avenue possibly can be. I'm so excited for this. So what I want to talk about really quick with you guys. So obviously, uh, me and Garrick, we we know we've played D and D before. D DJ, have you done any uh, TTRPG stuff? Dude, I've done one campaign. One campaign that I never finished. Um, because, uh, the guy who DMs it, he's a great DM, but that motherfucker's an asshole. So I don't <laughs> like him. Uh, um, insane. Yeah. He had a, like he had an incredible homebrew world and I was so immersed in it. And we got to a really pivotal point in the campaign before uh, I stopped talking to him. Uh, <laughs> or he just stopped doing it. Um, and he's kind of notable in the D and D space. People might know that guy, but I'm not going to say his name for sure. For sure. That's um, cool. But yo, if uh, you want to hit him up, his he's uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you if you want to send him a uh his ad is okay. <laughs> anyways. Uh, but I wanna I wanna play more D and D. I wanna I wanna find groups to play D and D with because I honestly enjoy that. I I I had a lot of fun trying to role play and trying to figure out like the role playing aspect and balancing that with what I can do within the grounds and the rules of whatever game that I'm in. Um, and it helps me flex my acting chops a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah for sure, dude. Absolutely. And I, I just, uh, I want to play more. And, and this movie makes me want to find people to play with and, and just do awesome stuff here. Uh, so maybe next time, a uh, tabletop simulator goes on sale and I tell all of you guys to buy it and everybody <laughs> ignores me. Uh, you guys will take me fucking seriously. We can do something like this. <laughs> so we, we've actually been in the talks of doing uh, some sort of good cracking content uh, for TTRPG stuff before. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it's something we're still trying to plan out a little bit more accordingly. Um, and it is something that involves Raven uh, directly directly because raven is someone yes. who is in the yeah. twitch TTRPG big space in, yeah, um, TTRG. 
And so yeah. it, it is something that we're planning on doing. So for all of you at home that, you know, don't know, don't know us, you know, outside of reviews and stuff, that is something that we will be doing in the future. So hang tight. Uh, it will be a lot of fun because we have a lot of personalities here that can make this a lot, a lot of fucking fun. I'm really excited for it. Um, now, with that said, though, so DJ, you you obviously had some experience prior to that. Do you feel that this movie character wise is and this is kind of my question for you guys next uh mm-hmm. honored dungeons and dragons in a way that felt it serviced us fans correctly um because i know outside of our main party we have a lot of npcs we have a lot of villains we have a lot of side characters that are sort of like loosely involved yeah. in things going around um how do you feel about the characters that are in this movie just outside of our party um, the characters outside of the party, I think they are pretty. It, it like they they do their job. It, it services the movie and the plot that goes forward. It's kind of like in my head, I'm imagining like just the DM making shit on the fly about some of these guys, and it's just like for that situation, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. Besides, like some of the main like plot characters, like with the red wizards and the harpers and this and stuff like that. Um, that feels fleshed out and that's, you know, part of the, the world, but some of these other characters that pop up that we, you know, that aren't in the main party. Uh, some of them, I feel like it's just serving the situation and some, I, I think uh, like, um, like forge forge is greedy. Uh, he's the antagonist of the, one of the antagonists of the film. Uh, he's like this evil rich dude. Which you know, <laughs> very relatable. Yeah, <laughs> very, pretty much, pretty very much. Yeah. Evil rich guy, a lot of resources, um, uh, and he's like kind of charismatic and, and uh, conniving, um, which I think is is kind of cool. It's, it, it's a it fits into a trope, but yes. in a very tasteful way, um, if that makes sense. And uh, like some other characters, uh, there's one character. That I was like, um, it kind of made sense. Like the daughter, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you really believe this guy? Like, really? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like, are you serious? <laughs> like, writing coming through a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Him or your father? <laughs> like, <laughs> so that was, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, Thane, uh, the Thane, uh, I forgot his name, uh, Vike. I think is it Vike, it might, it uh, the, the paladin. I'm pretty sure it huh? started with a Z. It had some ridiculous. Yeah, it was like a ridiculous fantasy name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I might be able to get oh, some. I gotta, I gotta look at the. Oh damn it! <laughs> Zank. 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 There you go. There you go. Zank. Um. Yeah, Zank is <laughs> him. <laughs> Zank Yendar. That guy, he, he's he's really he's funny. It's like it's like that that paladin that takes himself like he takes himself seriously, way like, too seriously. You get way too serious, but also he smiles a bit because he knows what he's doing. Like <laughs> like he's like I hate you, and then he just smiles. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, and and like that goes to show like another representation of like 
just the the way the characters felt like players in this like 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 feeling like you're watching critical role because like if even if he was not just a npc and he was like the one-time player who's like i i can come mm. and hang out with you guys but I, i'm only available this saturday right and like he, he yeah. just comes in for the one oh, like, yeah, he's campaign, a part of the campaign. Like, I, I can only be here from this time and this time it's like all right we'll make you like a character he brings you a character bit, like, from, yep. a, from another campaign that's like level 30 like he's <laughs> yeah yeah dude that's that's what it felt like his his care like dude there was a guy in our theater who was cracking the fuck up over this fucking character in this movie like he like and like uh, justifyingly so because this character was so fucking goofy and everyone was just <laughs> like oh my god dude because he he takes himself too seriously he makes fun of the fact like, that he takes i don't indulge in local colloquialisms like <laughs> <laughs> but like that but that guy whoever is playing that character at the table is like one of my fucking favorites dude because he he knows he fucking knows that he's being he that knows, guy. he knows the whole thing like he's being smug about it he's like well i don't know what you're talking about so <laughs> so fucking good dude so garrick i i moved the question the same question to you uh do you do you feel the other characters outside of our main party do you feel these characters move the story along well enough for you because obviously Dun dungeons and dragons is not just our party it is the journey along the way do you do you feel that these characters service this this as as well as they should uh definitely like uh there are definitely those moments where like it felt like the dialogue and the things kind of happening surrounding the characters was in fact being made up on the spot but i think I want, you know, once again, like this was done to like to their effect and to benefit, like specifically like recalling again uh, when they had to go talk to uh, or he like they literally were making plans. He's just like, all right. So like we need to go like just go talk to a dead guy. And you're just like, oh, yeah, you make it sound like that's so easy. You're just like, well, actually, that is something I can go do. <laughs> and then they just like pass it off as something real, real nonchalant. And you're just like, OK. And then you get there and then like the actual dead people turn into these NPCs like they ended up becoming yep. like these NPCs. Yep. as they march like through this graveyard talking to corpse after corpse after corpse for like their mm -hmm. own like for their own reasons and like I think it's it was one of the most ridiculous moments because I was like this is exactly some stupid D&D campaign bullshit like that yeah, was like, this is most d, &D moments you spent two yeah. hours doing this marching around in the graveyard, <laughs> just trying to figure out the next step to this stupid quest. Yep. And like, you're just like, oh my God, let's move it along. Right. You're like, and like, you could like sense like the characters getting frustrated with the NPCs. You're just like, Ugh. Yeah. oh my God. Right to the point yep. to where like the character, the characters made the decision to screw an NPC over in the end because they were <laughs> done yeah. dealing with them. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. And so, yeah, absolutely. I felt like even though, even the one, that were felt like they were designed poorly they were designed poorly with intent uh and like in it, it all, all all to serve the purpose of the like you know like we love dnd but we're not afraid to make fun of just how freaking silly this game can be at it's like the heart of it all and yeah I, I loved all the npcs and like the weird interactions that they had with everybody or the fact that like some of the character interactions were really fleeting well like you we were just like 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 zenk was a perfect one like we thought he was gonna, i i don't know about you guys but yeah. like i thought yeah. he was he was there to yep. like for the yep. end and then like and then yeah. what and then he was just like it's not my quest and you're like 
What? Bitch, what do you mean? You, we <laughs> just you mean quested. Quest. <laughs> and we just like, did the quest. Like, yeah, we I, just did, and then or you're like, you know, you're like, okay. Too. He's fucking crazy. And then, and then he's and like, I've been, I've been, I've been, your sword. His, like, <laughs> Yo, that dude, was for sick. real, that was so I dope. Think, I think one of my, I think my favorite thing, like, I, I think it was my favorite moment in the entire film. Was when he departs and the straight line <laughs> is he gonna go? Straight is he gonna line. go around the rock? Is he gonna nope? Uh, is he gonna nope. go around the rock? <laughs> nope, over the rock. Nope, he did it. He went. He went over it. Yeah, like, I like, dude, because like, it, like it really like drove home the NPC ness. Yes. Yeah. Like, like they don't have any will of their own. Like there's no choice. They just they just do what they've been directed to do. And like I it. it but I, oh, dude, I loved it. All the NPCs felt like the, the side characters felt so fucking good. Like they were used to perfect D&D comedic effect. Because the thing is, is almost in every iteration of a game where I've ever played any sort of tabletop is like players always have like that one NPC they think is like way, way more important than they actually are. Yeah. And so they like cling to them and yeah. then they like, they turn out to like not be that important at all. And you're like, what in the hell? And like, <laughs> so like, like the characters, like the players have developed like this sense for this character that the DM wasn't planning for. Yeah. yeah. But he's just like, but he's just like, well, we still don't actually need him, so we're just gonna shove him out. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, or or when they like lean too hard on that character because they're god rolled as fuck. So they're like, oh, thank God we have this guy to help us here. And then the DM's like, mm -mm. nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you. Dude, yeah, you know, he was just he, he was just here for this one bit because you guys were under leveled, right? Yep, like, yep, yep, yep. Well, and and like so the, that's that kind of like leans into why I asked the question. Generally speaking, it's just because like the, this game, this movie feels like it's also sort of making fun of high fantasy games as well. Where like the NPCs, it it doesn't just reflect on npcs in dungeons and dragons it reflects beautifully well on npcs in high fantasy video games and like it it's beautiful how much fun they make fun of not just dungeons and dragons but also things like world of warcraft and things like morrowind and skyrim and like you like act two was literally a fetch quest literally literally was a fetch quest dude and like and, and, and it's, it does it so well and it was cool because like as as they're moving into uh this world which i believe this universe that they're that they're in was is called in dungeons and dragons they, they call it like the the unseen realm or something like that or like the underdark or so some shit like that i can't remember exactly what oh, it is but the where they travel to it's called the underdark well no 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 the the, or the universe the overarching universe the plane yeah the plane uh, the uh, forgotten realms plane. the forgotten realms thank you thank you uh so the that that includes places like Baldur's gate and neverwinter and like they like places mm -hmm. that have been very pivotal in dungeons and dragons video games and so when I started yeah. catching that books that too. lots the of books. books yeah lots of books and uh when I started catching into like that's what they were kind of aiming into it was cool to like see these places and I was like oh I played that game right because I I yeah. loved Baldur's Gate I used to play Neverwinter Neverwinter's Night um like all like games back in the day that were like really big when Dungeons and Dragons was still like a low key nerd ass fucking thing to play but also when yeah. things like Diablo uh 1 and mm -hmm. 2 were like mm -hmm. after peak popularity uh this this movie does such a good job of like utilizing our prior knowledge of games like that to make it feel goofy and over 
the top. Like there, there is one moment where when we first meet, uh, uh, Zank. Yeah, when we first meet Zank, and he has. He has like the the dragon like homeless person that he like <laughs> gives change to and he puts his hand yeah. on his face and just and then they walk away. It's one of the most video game ass moments where they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Doc? <laughs> he just he just has a moment with the homeless guy where he talks to him for a brief second. It's so he much. Said, no, they say like they exchange like this one word that they repeat like the dragon like repeats it back. I forgot what, what the word was. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Was, like, I can't it was a foreign. It was a. It was like a foreign language. Sort it was. Of thing. It was. No, so... he said something like he said something like grace or something like it was like yeah, something... he was just like and grace to you or some yeah, shit. Some like, shit. Like, yeah. Some shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> so fucking good, dude. And like it just it just felt like that moment in like a like a, a good like like single player like narrative driven game where you're following this NPC to like get their backstory and they stop they're like briefly interacting with like like environment characters and you're mm. just like what the fuck is this guy doing? Like can you move faster please? Like like it felt like yeah. that moment they're like all following him all doing his that. thing. Dude so so fucking good man. I like the the character stuff in this it probably is the fuel under the fire of what this movie is. I'm so glad we're all on the same page for that but in the meantime real quick we need you guys to have a word from our sponsors this piece of good cracking content is brought to you by glide mouse pads the world is changing and the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now having the best of the best in pc accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea and glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth. Silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. <laughs> you can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mouse pad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N Kraken for 15% off any Founders Edition mouse pad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. <laughs> Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Again, we don't want that. We don't want that. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators around the world. Now, I know that we've been riding this train for a long time. 
you might be tired of us talking about this. You might not be tired of us. You might want to just support us anyways. And you know what? For those that do support us, we love you. But the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of Joe. When I say Joe, I mean this rogue energy stuff. I need you waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit going. Oh, wow. You grab your rogue energy cup. Okay, you dip that bad boy, you just scoop that bad boy right on there. You get that bad boy shaky dakey, you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door. Okay, you need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to rogueenergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode. All right, we are back. So my next question that I have for you guys here, okay? So back in the year of our Lord 2000, uh, we had another Dungeons & Dragons movie that came out. Um, the the first Dungeons & Dragons movie that was just titled literally Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, it was starring uh, Justin Whalen. Jeremy Irons and uh, Marlon Wayans <laughs> was in that movie too, dude. Uh, this movie was bad. It was a bad movie. It was a very, <laughs> very, very fucking not good, right? The contrast between that movie to this is <laughs> non, null and void <laughs> in, all, in all comparison, honestly. Uh, especially like knowing, you know, Garrick has not even seen the original one because now he realized he doesn't even remember that movie existed <laughs> no i yeah. didn't know that movie existed uh it doesn't sound like i was missing out on much no you were was not. this a theatrical release it was oh my lord <laughs> yeah trailer for this is real bad dude so uh i was 10 years old when this movie came out i remember watching it and even then i was kind of like ooh. <laughs> Don't want that to happen again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was the last attempt at a Dungeons and Dragons movie uh, to be made and pretty much acted as like a chance for Marlon Wayans to be the comedy God that he is in movies. Uh, Cause this was back when scary movie uh, was about to happen. <laughs> so you can kind of see like where that goes in contrast, but uh, in, in comparison to other high fantasy movies though, things like, um, you know, Lord of the Rings in a world we, where we live in, like a, a, with Game of Thrones presently being one of the biggest franchises ever in entertainment. Uh, Garrick, I want to ask you, does this movie hold up in the greater world of high fantasy? Is this a movie that you will remember uh, when we speak about high fantasy films? I think so. This definitely fills a space in the high fantasy genre that nobody's really been willing to like take the chance and do anything with. Uh, I can't remember the last time I saw anything that was like a genuine high fantasy that was also, I would say the closest thing that we got would be uh, Onward. Uh, oh, the yeah, animated, yeah. the Pixar film, which was incredible. And I love that film. But that was also, you know, that was a CGI. That was like a Pixar animated, mm -hmm. a very different yes. tonally set film. Uh, but it inspired heavily by Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but aside from that, like, I feel like it, this this has a great this, it's a great time for this for this to exist. Um, 
because we don't really have we have a lot of like you know we've got house of the dragon you know that is still ongoing we have we don't ha- we don't have a lot of super serious dark or high fantasy things going on right now and that genre has kind of seen um i'll be quite frank has co- kind of seen a lack like a dip in quality excluding game of thrones across the the whole like like you can like if you can pluck out game of like game of thrones and lord of the rings and you're going to be like and what high fantasy movies over the last two decades can you actually remember and say they were incredibly good and fun to watch right right mm. right you yeah. can't very because few. there's none like because sci-fi sci-fi has been the king of the crop for a long time and then and like you know as far as that and then marvel movies like it's like the real you know superhero films the real uh, crown but you could even lump that in with the sci-fi uh, but like high fantasy like it's it's missing something um but this has this film's got a lot of heart and I think that's what I think are going to bring people to the theater to see is this movie really does feel like uh, like a like a summer blockbuster that just got released a couple months early. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would love to see them continue with this. And the nice thing about Dungeons and Dragons is it, it is OK and acceptable and could even be quite charming to see a rolling you know cast of like characters yeah. that come in and out each film right like yeah are like will some of our characters remain core to the party sure but uh every D campaign like not everybody comes back and like new players come in and yeah. i think yeah. that would be beautifully done and like not out of place to see in a film like this to propel the franchise into uh, more films in the future. I would love to see this continue. And I think it's got plenty of space to exist right now. Absolutely. DJ, do you, do you think that this movie holds up against the Lord of the Rings, the Narnias, the, the game of Thrones stories that we get? Um, well, one, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings still. Oh, that's, Jesus that's one of the things Christ, I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Can't believe this uh, guy, but, Jesus, Lord. but, how are you even uh, alive? From the other movies that you mentioned, right? that I have watched. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> and, uh, I think uh, <laughs> it, it holds up, and I think it, it it can carve out a kind of in carve out a space for its own. You know, like what Garrick said, like it could be a rolling thing, like new cast and maybe some returning. Uh, characters that like make their like little cameo right like in the in the story because then because because that's what some of these D campaigns when you're rolling with a, a a few of the same group of people you know you make references to like some of the older campaigns in which this movie does mention a previous campaign that kind of sets this whole thing off yep um, it sure does so i think there's a lot of possibility there's a lot of potential for these for this um it could carve out its own like little little space like i said like it could go we can go darker you know what i mean we can go you know more more edgy like some a darker kind of piece but still keep it a little bit lighthearted. um or we can go even further into this type of lane where it's like it's humorous doesn't take yourself too seriously it's kind of like oh just a couple friends uh doing a little D sesh right yeah um I think I think this has a place and and it, it deservedly uh, uh, has a place in in this in the space of film and I I want to see more. 
Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that this movie has some longevity behind it, especially because of just the fact that we don't have a lot of high fantasy comedy. Like, I think, I think that Dungeons and Dragons has a place to be that token for us to kind of be that sort of like offset of like, we have so many epics that we're like sitting on right now, right? Between like Dune and like some like real, just really, really great, huge stories that we're like really excited for. It's kind of refreshing to get a high fantasy comedy that like can exist in that space for us to just like go in and have a popcorn flick, you know, and not have to like worry about having the high stakes of a Marvel you know, cinematic experience or, or having another season of game of Thrones. It's nice to go into this and just being like, yeah, there's this one movie franchise I can go see every time it comes out that I know is just going to be goofy and over the top and meta as fuck. And I can go in and just have a really, really good time with friends. Like I am like, so excited that this movie could continue on. I'm also very bummed out that you guys don't live here because like, I want to go see one of these movies with you guys so bad. We would have so much fucking fun yeah. seeing another Dungeons and Dragons movie. Like it this this franchise has so much potential to just be a banger after banger after banger of just like good nerdy fucking humor that only we're going to understand. from like that perspective but also it just has good humor generally speaking that is just so like well like written and like well like created to like live in that space so that people that aren't Dungeons and Dragons players can still kind of understand and have a good time with too and I'm I'm excited to see what more they could do with this because Garrick's right. They they could just do completely new characters. They could continue with another campaign with the same characters. They could have half the same characters next time. They they could find a different party. You know things like that that can make it like so much fun and continue to be enjoyable. Um, and I'm excited to see uh, where where that potentially goes there. So boys, let's tie things off here. DJ, what are you rating this movie? And should people go see it right away? I am going to give this movie a nine. Uh, nine out of you ten. Go maybe. see it right now, as soon as you can. It's a fun movie. Bring your friends, even bring family. Um, there's no actual blood or anything uh, in this movie. It's it's uh, is it PG thirteen? Yeah, really right? Yeah, I, it's I PG thirteen. So. Yeah, yeah, so 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 if you want to like introduce your little nephew, little niece to D and D or if they're already kind of thinking about it, this is a perfect movie to go uh, take them to see. Um, there is some like parts where like it will, there's some jump scares <laughs> there, like <laughs> some loud noises. But other than that, it's not scary. It's not uh, the action is, is good. It's fun. Go see it with somebody. This is like, I'll go see it. I only saw it by myself, but I, I had plans on seeing it with, uh, my friend Z, which we we both we both go to see movies all the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, they couldn't come because they, they had uh, food poisoning. But um, I I I'm gonna go see it again with them, uh, because I think this movie deserves uh to be watched with someone else around you that you know, so you can talk about it after the movie or like you know share those moments of seeing this thing uh, on screen. Um, damn, Z- it, it's gonna—it's a fun two movie. on the D twenty. That sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not one, dude. Not one on the fucking... The... Goddamn, <laughs> uh, Z, Z was... So Z had, like, catfish frozen in, in the in the freezer, oh, and he thawed it, smelled it. It was like, it smells okay. And so fried it, ate it, and then next morning... Okay yeah, is so. never acceptable for fish. For fish, yeah. You can't, you can't take that risk, man. That sounds too much. I, 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 as an islander, Game I don't lost. even do that. <laughs> Anyways, nine... it, didn't smell, it smelled fine, uh, they said, but, um, you know. Risky. Risky. Just, I get it. Risky. Get it. Very risky. Nat one on that one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, nine out of ten. I like that. Good good, good rating, my friend. Uh, Garrick, mm-hmm. let's move to you, my friend. Should people watch straight away, and what is your rating? Look, it is spring break right now. Like this week, next week, like for like next two weeks for most people, like whether like you got kids, like whether you are a student yourself, whether you're like me and you're working in that particular field, you got the time off. Uh, everybody should take the time to go see this. Like this is like, like I said, this really does feel like that, like great early summer blockbuster. And it just, it just got released in March. Like, right. It, it really is like that summer, like a high quality, like blockbuster film that you are expecting to see with your family. Uh, this is a great time. Everybody should go see it. You're going to have a lot of laughs. You're going to love the characters. You're going to enjoy the humor. It's got something for everybody. Uh, honestly, like I'm, thrilled to go see this again with my wife uh because she unfortunately wasn't able to go with me uh when i went yesterday but i intend on going to see it again because this is a great film to enjoy with somebody else to just be able to discuss all the lovely humor and uh and fan service available this film is absolutely a nine out of ten hell fucking yeah. yeah dude uh boys Unanimous, because I'm giving this movie a 9 out of 10 as well, boys. That's it. That's right. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. You need to go see this movie right away. This movie is entirely too much fun for you to be missing. Uh, It is not necessarily a family film. It wasn't made to be that, but it can be. Like you, you can yeah. see this movie with your family. You can watch this with your kids. You can watch this with your friends, your family, your partners, whomever, and they're gonna have some kind of good time with this movie. I think, I think enough so that like it makes fun of itself enough that even people that are like do not really like high fantasy can still watch us and be like, yeah, like I would make fun of it in this way too. And like, and like it's it's this movie is just so clever. Like you, you can't get yeah. enough of like watching this and like not have like I would never. You have to have the driest fucking sense of humor on the planet to walk away from this and just think, "Well, that was a boring piece of shit." Like fuck you, do you like, like this? Yeah. To this- not have even chuckled once at some of the ridiculous fucking jokes they threw at you over the lot over two hours. Yeah, dude. I, dude, well, I saw and- someone complaining on Twitter. Uh, a coop was like uh, engaging with them. Uh, someone was reacting to the the 94 uh or 91 rotten tomatoes and 94 yeah. uh audience score and they're like I, I i didn't get any semblance of this through the trailers like there's no good sh- the trailers in marketing don't do it justice i'm like it's not supposed to be a fucking beautiful like fucking art piece of a film it's a yeah. fun film yeah. It did what um, it wanted. The film accomplished exactly what it set out to do, which was to allow its audience to have a good 
fucking time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And like like Jag says in chat, I usually go to the movies by myself, but this is an absolute C with friends movie. It was so damn fun. And 100%, like I said earlier, me and Jag were having the time of our fucking lives with this movie. We were cracking the fuck up for two hours. Yeah. And like like this, this movie is exactly what it wants to be. And it does it so well. You like literally have fun going and seeing this. Like go pick your friends that you just want to hang out with for an afternoon and go and just see this fucking movie and then have lunch together after because like this movie is going to be a time for you and your friends to just be like oh my god that scene is was fucking gold dude and like like laugh and giggle about it again later i want to see this movie another three fucking times honestly like this movie is that kind of like level of good fun humor that does not get old like it just doesn't i mean like the, the, like i keep thinking about the part with hugh grant with with good old forge where he's like and it's just it just be disappointing to see you die which is why i'm gonna leave the room <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good dude so good man yes a nine out of ten consecutively from all of us here at good crack and this movie was so good you absolutely need to watch this stuff but in the meantime we're gonna talk our schedule for next week so we have yeah i'm bad at math fucking killed me dude. he was laughing so hard at <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our schedule next week is a little bit of a weird one. So we had to do some shuffling around to accommodate for uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie coming out on a Wednesday. Uh, Nintendo doing what Nintendo is notorious for doing and just doing weird shit for absolutely no fucking reason. Uh, but Tuesday, we have another good cracking podcast. We're going to be talking is E3 finally dead and buried. Right, because we just got the announcement last there this week that E3 is canceled. It's done. They're not doing it this year. They tried, and there's a lot of people. It's a bummer, dude. I've been seeing some of the people that were like in charge of like coordinating E3 this year and trying to make it happen. They're hurting. They're hurting, they feel dude. So like, bad. It's it's rough, man. So we're gonna be talking about that on Tuesday. Please come in, join us. It's gonna be a fun one. Uh, Wednesday, we're not gonna do any content because we are all going and seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie. We're on Thursday. Yep. For another good Kraken podcast, we are officially doing the Super Mario Brothers movie review. So come in, hang out with us for that for next Thursday. We're doing that review. Uh, it's going to be fun. But because we're doing that on Thursday, we're on Friday. We are doing the Shipwreck Show. Uh, so come in. That is, again, I know it's a weird day, guys. I'm sorry. It is a fucking weird one. Uh, <laughs> come in 7 p.m. Pacific time. If you want to be a part of the show uh, and you are uh, on our discord if you are also a twitch subscriber you can write in to shipwreck submissions on our discord channel where you can write in questions we can pick the best questions that we think will make the best content and we will talk about answer your questions live on the show please come in do that that'll be a fun one and then saturday Again, it's weird, guys. We are doing splash damage at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, where we are going to be diving back into Valheim because Devin has <laughs> gone with Garrick to create a new world this time because our last world got corrupted. 
Yeah, corrupted cloud save. So we had to start over on a damn, local save fire. Damn, dude. And uh, we've been we've been grinding away. We need we need we need people to come join us. We're building a village. Val Valheim can have up to what ten players? In ten the people on a server. Yep. Yeah. And it's so, all PVE. It's it's a cooperative experience. So if you guys want to hang out with us next uh, next Saturday at twelve p.m. Pacific time, uh, you guys can join us for splash damage as we play Valheim. That's going to be a very it's on game pass. And it's on Game Pass. It's free. You can play it on there. Just get it on, yeah. on Game Pass if you have it. Uh, it's going to be a very, very fun one. In the meantime, guys, please let us know how you felt about Dungeons & Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves. Uh, let us know if you want to see it. Let us know if you uh, have zero interest at all. Uh, you're wrong. You should. <laughs> uh, and then please let us know uh, when you do go see it, your thoughts of that movie as well. Um, guys, this has been the good Kraken podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 PM and Saturdays at 12 PM right here at twitch.tv slash good Kraken show. If you enjoy the show, you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics. You can get exclusive co post shown content. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make fun of Garrick when I flopped on that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. And have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yarg. Yarg. <laughs> you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there we gotta get rolling on out of here everybody but until next time my friends okay <laughs> i don't engage in in uh, i don't engage in local <laughs> that's an owlbear <laughs> number one podcast out of atlantis <laughs> <laughs>